Well, hello, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Yale Bravs. I'm Ronnie, Ronnie Karam. Guess who I'm with today? He's gorgeous, he's kind, he's thin, he's got his hair, um, very well educated. His name is Ben Mandelker. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. Thanks for that lovely intro. Oh, hi. It came from the heart. came from the heart. Thanks. Today, ben. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Just, you know, excited to talk some Beverly Hills today. So you're Crap you're still in your childhood home. Very cute. Still, your childhood bedroom. Still here. Still enjoying life in this nice, very cold room. You know, I'm <laughs> here. You can kind of like move out of the way so people can see little snippets. But all you can really see, look, there's pillows. Air conditioner, some bottles, a picture little lamp welcome to the yeah. show everybody we are on crappens on demand today so that means you can see us on video if you are a patreon subscriber at the crappens on demand level this week's uh crappen uh this week's bonus episode is a recap of winter games which is super fun we're having a great time with that winter one. house winter house uh sorry i'm still in bachelor mode sometimes and then next week we're gonna start doing below deck a little bit on our bonus episodes and move winter house to the mains so you know what just check it out there's always lots of fun stuff most importantly we are going back on to uh starting in january we start with our big golden crappies award shows i think it's the biggest show we've ever done it's at town hall in new york city which means I would be off Broadway, darling. And that is in January. So get your tickets. Okay. They're going pretty well. So go get go get mm-hmm. some tickets. We're going all over the country. We're doing like 22 cities. So go to watchwhatcrappens.com to find our links to all of those. They're all on sale at the same time. So please go get them. The more tickets you buy, the less you have to hear me doing this. Every That's true. Fucking recap, all right. Well, it's um, nice that we're not adding any cities. Like, this is just what it is. This so is what it is. So get them while the getting's good. Yeah, so go get them. We're super excited to see you guys and go back out on the road. In the meantime, guess what? It is still the month known as Beverly Hillsuary. Okay? It's a month long <laughs> of recaps Bev-tober. of Real Housewives of, wow, Beverly Hills just keeps on trucking. And I have to say, I think Erica's totally full of shit, still not a fan, but God, can she take a a beating on this show, right? I mean, it's just all, it never ends. Like, how long were they there? 13 hours. And it's just like, and now, let's talk about Erica some more. I know. It's a lot. Although most of this episode was kind of like um, odds and ends and like the light fun stuff, but um, uh, or at least a big chunk of it was. So it's part three of the reunions. Hey, we're still going to keep talking to Kathy and Kyle. You thought it was done with them sobbing last week. Guess what? We're going to make them sob all over again. So Andy, we, we sort of like pick up with them like sobbing again about like How Kathy. many episodes of American Woman did you watch, Kathy? And she's like, well, I watched the trailer. You know, I don't watch too much TV because Kim's over too much. And she starts talking back to it. I have to keep it off. Once she threw a key lime pie at Mark Hellenberger for shining a flashlight in her eye, Andy. So we just tend to keep the TV off in my home. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, Andy. Plus Kyle produced it. And then, um, uh, so, so they, you know, she's talking about, how she doesn't even see her friends, like everything from last week was sort of like picking up, ramping back up again. And then Kyle and Kathy are just like sobbing. Um, I didn't realize it was a cliffhanger, but apparently it was. So they're still sobbing. And, um, and Andy's like, so knowing what a wedge American woman caused, 
do you regret doing it, Kyle? Just a little bit. And she's like, um, actually, I don't regret it because I know I didn't do anything wrong. And for me, it was exciting and fun that I could do this project that was like a love letter to my mom, even though it wasn't about my mom at all. But it was like a love letter to my mom. And but it was not about her at all. And like characters were based on her, but it wasn't her at all. You know what I'm saying? And so like, even though it wasn't biographical, I felt bad that they thought it was something it wasn't. And I was hoping that they would watch, but they didn't watch because they don't like to support me. But I'm over it. I'm totally over it. I know. I love how Tom not going to see Erica in Chicago is abuse, but then Kathy not bothering to ever watch a single episode of a TV show she got produced. Oh, it's just cute Kathy. She's an icon! Well, the difference is that Chicago is like a beloved musical, and American Woman was on the Paramount Network. How dare you? That's also the network Yellowstone is on. Um, I'm watching a bunch of things on Paramount. You get off Paramount's ass. <laughs> um, also, Kyle loves Paramount a wedge because it has blue cheese on it. Yeah, I know. I don't know Kyle in person, but I know Kyle loves a wedge because who doesn't, darling? It's the only salad that comes shaped like a slice of pie with blue cheese dripping down the sides. Well, on that note, um, so Andy starts asking, um, like. How did they, how did the sisters come back together? And like, what what brought them back together? And Kathy goes, it was probably me. It was probably me. She just, Kathy's just happy to just take full credit for that, you know? And so Kyle's like, um, actually it was our kids. Cause like our kids are unbelievably close. Basically like Paris is kind of like my daughter. She's like my twin and my daughter. And she's like very close to us. She's always like, Aunt Kyle, best friend, sister doppelganger, Kyle, like can I have more of your salmon? Ugh, so they sort of brought us together. I mean, how could I deprive my daughter doppelganger? Paris from me. Am I right, guys? Am I but right? But then we find out that the real reason is food because Kyle yeah. wanted Kathy's turkey. <laughs> like that's that's what brings people together, let's face it. You know, if you know it's why my nieces always want to come over. They know there's always ice cream. There's always fucking well, ice cream. Yeah, Kyle goes, Yeah, they were like, Oh, like, oh they, they're, she's talking she's like, They want they want your turkey, they want my turkey, and they want my salmon, and they want Kathy's this you know i'm like okay kyle stop trying to sell your cooking for on us okay we're, we're still are not no convinced. one's buying it no one's buying your dry ass fish okay that pk needed tartar sauce for man no one's buying that so yep. they cry and rena is so bored everyone's bored they keep cutting to erica's face and erica whenever they're not talking about her she's just like staring <laughs> off into space and then they show rena and rena's just nodding and shaking her head and doing <laughs> you know just like looking up and going wow Wow, over nothing. Like they're talking about turkey, and Rena's like, mm, "Turkey, mm-hmm. turkey, mm-hmm. Ah, it's good poultry." So Andy's like, "So did you hash out all your issues? I got the sense it's not something you've ever worked out. It's sort of, kind of. Some might say that because of Bravo, things are better than ever. So next season we'll tear it apart again." And he is like Kathy- that. He's like, "So do you think that this show saved your relationship and your lives as it often does?" Hey, anybody have a burning building that Bravo can go and save? No, all right, you know where to find me. <laughs> and uh, Kathy's like, "Andy, I think you're our psychiatrist." Oh, cool. Although I've never had a psychiatrist ask me if my boobs were real. But either way, <laughs> it works. You know, I mean, I just, I think that it did help because Kyle, look at you. You're just so busy with the show. I mean, you have something to do every day that isn't taking pictures of my house and trying to hire Faye Resnick to recreate the Dollar Tree versions in your own home. It's it's a healthy hobby, Andy, and I'm glad you've given it to Kyle. <laughs> yeah. And Kyle's, 
Yeah. So basically, they're saying um, yeah, that the show brought them together because of that and everything. And Kyle's like, well, I mean, we were obviously speaking before, which is why I I wanted her to be part of the show. So basically, when you guys say how much you love Kathy, you're kind of saying you love my judgment, I guess. Yeah. So um, in doing the show, like she'd never done a girl's trip. OK, it was fun for me because she makes me laugh so much. It was like so fun seeing her drive by herself. Like, isn't my sister so privileged? So then it moves to actually this was kind of a big controversy on L old internet and I'm surprised that it was just glossed over because Kathy got in a lot of trouble with people for not knowing the lady who works for her. She didn't know her name. They called her the lady. She still which, doesn't. Yeah, which I kind of assumed at the time she just didn't want her name on camera or whatever. But anyways, like, so why do you call her the lady? And she's like, Oh, the lady? Uh, the la the lady was gonna meet you at the four oh five. Oh, Paula, Paula, and then uh, we see a clip. She says Paula. They, she says Paula, and we see her name is like Paola or pa um, actually, Paola. Actually, I shouldn't weigh in this because I don't actually know the lady's name. Paula, but it's Paula. But it didn't Paola. it didn't feel like her name was Paula though. So, <laughs> so yes, and then Ronnie. I just don't listen. I don't call her lady. Okay, sometimes I call her lady with the chicken salad and Ritz crackers. I just I don't want people to think I'm insensitive. Okay, it's not always I, lady. I call her human Rosie the robot, you know? And so. <laughs> oh, then... yeah, I see what you were going to say. I was confused. Um, congratulations to Miss Kate Casey. Yeah. Got her Kate Bravo Casey, shout out. Our podcast friend. Uh, hey, Kate Casey tweeted, Derek and Kathy eat on tray tables every night. And Kathy's like, <laughs> we sure do. It's cozy. It's real cozy with those tables. And Andy goes, you do. You do. Like, it's the most fascinating interview of all time, right? <laughs> so Louise from Albuquerque says, forget Kathy and Kyle's problems. What's up with Garcelle? Forgetting her sister's name. What? Am I right? <laughs> I mean, that's the trade table of the Beauvais family. Am I right? And she Garcelle's like, huh. I love my sister, Jacqueline. Uh, her name is Carol. <laughs> yes, that one. I love her. Well, it's interesting because we had a falling out. And this, this right here with these sisters is really making me see things differently. Because something happened and we let it fester. Oh, yeah. That's what happened to Kyle's cankle when she tripped over a security wire at my house. When she tried to steal a neon pink marble elephant Dion Warwick gave me in the Sudan. So, I get that. I get it, Garcelle. Yeah, that's actually okay. how Kyle cooks her salmon. She just sort of puts it in the oven and sets it to fester. And it just sits there for hours until it comes <sighs> out. It's just black crumbs. Garcelle's like, this isn't about you, Kathy. Oh, I'm sorry, lady. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So is so, it Freudian that you couldn't remember her name since you had problems and now you don't remember her name? That is so Freudian. It's like the old sitcom on UPN. That's so Freudian. Am I right? <laughs> hey, Luna from Sonoma says, I almost peed my pants when Kathy was voted the favorite Richard sister on Watch What Happens Live by the viewers. Kyle, you've been on the show for 10 years. 10 long years. Did that make you jealous when your sister came on for half an episode and everyone loved her more than you immediately? <laughs> Kyle's like, oh, Andy, I don't feel jealous of my sisters. <laughs> jealous of my sisters? What? Um, I will be opening hotels called the Pilton Hotels. I'm <laughs> really excited for those to come. And they're on top of a mountain called Witch Mountain. 
So hope everybody can book a room soon. Okay. Hope everyone can run there very, very fast, um, almost as if you're in a race to that mountain. And, you know, I have to say, as a working actor and working producer, I, ha- I-, I- there's nothing for me to be jealous about. Nothing whatsoever, <laughs> Andy. Don't be, re- don't, don't be ridiculous, Andy. So how has Kim reacted to the reemergence of Kathy on TV? And she's like, well, I called Kim and I said, Kim, what is your opinion about me doing this? And she said to make sure my house is bolted into the ground and not to lose my temper. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Erica's like, it's so boring. Who fucking cares? Who's Kim? Hey. Why do I give a fuck? Ruby from Redmond says, how's your relationship with Kim and do you have her number? And Kyle's like, yes, I do have her number. And we have this fun game. I'll call her up. And then Kim sings the song where she goes, the number you've reached is no longer available. And I'm like, okay. So then I hang up and I just text her later, you know. She's hilarious, Andy. Hilarious. You know what? We're doing so, so good. I posted a pic of me and Kathy in the kitchen. Um, she posted stale bread and a dish towel, like, you know, on the show. And then Kim posted LOL, turtle emojis, and then sent me a dead snail in the mail with a note that said, snail mail. Get it, Kyle? I mean, Kim. <laughs> Kim is hilarious. Am I right? She is so good. Andy's like, well, I was hoping to see the three of you. And Kyle goes, We'll see. I mean, I kind of thought there was a shot with the three of us, as in me, Kathy, and my bangs. But I guess we have to involve Kim, too. Also, I love that Andy pretends that he didn't fire Kim. He's like, well, I was hoping we'd see you three together again. Um, Aren't there still pictures of Kim all over the set? Like, do not let this crazy lady on the set ever again, please. (laughs) And I also love that Kyle is pretending that she's so close with Kim because Kim left a comment on one of her Instagram posts one time. Oof. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm sure you. the Portia did just have her bat mitzvah finally. So I'm sure the all the all the, the sisters are there together. So we'll see that for next season because apparently they filmed that for next season. So, um, hey, with a big shot Hollywood husband and a big time passion for planning, who would who would the newest Beverly Hills housewife fit in with the group of the boldest? I can't follow my sentence. Lion King. <laughs> Uh, so then we get a crystal segment, um, which is, you know, exercising, tutoring the kids, and um, that's mostly it. That's 80% of it. Yeah. So um, Andy, is, Andy basically asks her about the escort agency, and Crystal says, well, it was the summer between high school and college. It was an advertising company that advertised escorts. And, and Andy goes, Erica, it takes you a minute to warm up to people. What made you think that she'd be cool? She goes, that that right there okay like that she would be so open to say something about that many people would just be like meh and then the proposition then the proposition to be a madam i mean that was a free-spirited thing i'm like oh yes erica jane erica girardi the most free-spirited open to everything person we've seen on this cast oh yeah just erica jane it, would be a great spirit. erica jane would be a great madam one thing we know is that erica is really good with managing businesses Okay. One thing she's made crystal clear on this show. Um, Also, Crystal said that she worked for an escort company on the show. But here she's saying, I worked for an advertising company. We would put their photo with the phone numbers on the back of magazines so they would get called directly. So how's that working for an escort company? Which one of you is lying, ma'am? The escort or the advertising lady? Which one? Maybe maybe she used to, like, um, sell Ford Escorts. 
when those used to be a thing. The people used to fucking because I'd still hang out with you if that was the case, right? <laughs> um, so uh, then we get to the ugly leather pants segment, and uh, Andy's like, who would wear the ugly leather pants? Raise your hands right now. And of course, it's the force, the Fox Forced Four over there <laughs> raising course, their hands. They all support it. And Kyle goes, I think I own them, which is actually, once again, Kyle's way of like one-upping. So then yeah. Kath, Kathy's like, well, they wouldn't look good on me, you know, mainly because they look terrible, you know? And so uh, Sun goes, well, you know, they weren't my favorite. I mean, I wear a lot of things that people hate, too. Who cares? And then we see a montage of Sun with her crazy bows and <laughs> sleeves and various <laughs> accoutrements. Yeah. Um, so then we move on to Dun 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 and he asks Crystal, so now that you've seen the show, um, do you think it was do you think you made too much of a big deal when Sutton entered your room? Did you be like maybe a little, little bit? And she's like, No, because to minimize the coat and the knock on the door doesn't describe how I was feeling. And it was compounded compounded over the past few days. You know, if we had a productive conversation that first night and then we see the flashback to sitting sitting crisscross applesauce on the bar going i am not talking about racial things right now crystal being like um tell me you're the girl that doesn't see color tell me you're the girl that doesn't see yeah. color and she says you know if it if, if we basically if it was not all in the context of that like it would have been just like a it would have just been like a simple learning thing and then but that and then the next night when I nudged you, it would have been like, oh, hey, we're girlfriends, but it was all cumulative and I can't change how I felt. But, you know, I wish we started on the right foot because it never would have happened. And Sutton's like, but I think that violate is a very strong word and I just wasn't going to let it go, you know, and that was inferring that I was doing something directly to hurt you, you know. Yeah, and um, Andy's like, uh, well, is it your body images? Did that play into your feeling of being violated? And she's like, yes, and I didn't like people policing my feelings. And it's not the policing your feelings. No one was saying you couldn't feel a certain way about it. It's the word violated. <laughs> it's like when you say that somebody violated you, that usually means something else, right? So Andy's like, what does your mom feel? And she said, nobody likes, no mother wants to see their kid talking about an eating disorder. You know, it's like... You feel like you did something wrong as a mom. And then Andy's like, well, Lou Ferrigno from Lantana says, Crystal, you got mad at Sutton for saying she doesn't seem color. But then it turned out to be Kathy Hilton that really said she doesn't see color. Yeah, because Kathy said that uh, at the dinner in um, Del Mar. So Crystal's like, well, you know, the tone was extremely different. And, you know, you really you can't argue with that. And then it, and then it cuts to Rena's, whose face is kind of like a... She's doing a, I don't know about that face. Like, a, you could have had a fight. You could have had a great scene. Yeah. Listen, things have different tones when they come out of poor people's mouths. <laughs> Kathy is the yes. richest, okay? It sounded okay. It sounded just fine coming out of Kathy Hilton's house. She's, or mouth. She's richer than all of us. Um, so then Andy's like, well, you know, it was nice after the episode, the sudden posted about not hating your guts on Instagram. That was so kind which of course Sutton did to be like stop attacking me we are friends in real life right crystal right yeah. crystal and then um someone writes in to say how like her heart really broke when crystal told the story about her dad uh encountering racism so crystal talks about that it's like really sad talking about how again about how her dad just like drove away 
and uh, when there was like that incident at the gas station and everything, and then Andy says that he's really upset because he found out that Crystal has is like experiencing hate speech and threats directly from her being on the show because she's Asian, and she says it's hundreds a day still, and like we've seen it, and this has been a thing lately. There was someone, some troll, and so by the way, if you're trolling Crystal or really anyone because of their race. Like fuck you! Yeah, like fuck really, off. get the fuck like over yourself and like, like don't be such a miserable human being. So fuck off. Yeah. Um. So she talks out about that, and she was basically saying that she came on the show for representation, and that the good, you know, at least there's good to it. You know, it was all good during the show. It was just kind of the aftermath where the hatred started, and that's that stuff sucked. And Sutton says, "Well, I'm sorry for any part that I played in that." And Andy tells her, you know, don't let us a certain percentage of assholes define your experience. And um, then he yeah. asks everybody what they enjoyed about Crystal and Kyle's, of course, food, the dumplings. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Which I now make. I now make dumplings, Andy. You can see it on my Instagram. They're just like a little bit bigger and they're a little bit more charred. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So Kyle, Kyle with the dumplings, which, of course, that scene made me then have like a three week long dump dumpling, you know, obsession. So, um, yeah. And then they just start kind of like, yeah, Rena's like, for me, Chris has been like a little sister. I love what we have. I love what we have. It's like, what do you have with Crystal? I don't know. I just met her tonight. I just just needed to say something. Listen, my neck is literally hurting from just sitting here doing this. (sighs) It hurts. It's an awkward angle to be shaking my head back and forth. Okay. All right, Crystal. Thanks for uh, joining us. You can go back to sleep there at the end of the couch. Okay. Like most folks coming out of this uh. year, the housewives were eager to have a reason to dress up again. Let the glam squads rejoice, except for the ones that were fired because there's no more money for them. Beverly Hills fashion is back. And Erica just gives a face like... <sighs> She's so over it. <laughs> so then it's like watching Real ha- I mean, we are watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but it's like watching a real regular episode as all their fashions come on. And they just go, oh, my God, you look so cute. Oh, my God, you look so cute. They're like actually doing it in the reunion chairs, which is yeah. funny. They're saying, oh, my God, you look so cute to themselves saying, oh, my God, you look so cute. It's like when you look in a mirror in front of another mirror, like in a department store, and then yeah. it's just it's like, infinity. It's like, you look good yeah. for infinity. So exciting. So then someone tweets in and says, hey, I wouldn't have told the world I keep millions of dollars of vintage dresses, Rinna, in a detached garage. I mean, after Burger stole all of Kyle's Birkins, which I love when Randy like rubs that into Kyle's face. Hey, how are your Birkins? gone oh sorry kyle you know kyle had that trouble with uh eddie or uh, edwin (laughs) so i don't know you might you might catch edwin showing up at a party dressed in one of your vintage dresses lisa riddle it's time for a commercial it's time for a crappens commercial so he's like, so garcelle you've actually had a career in fashion so who dresses the best and garcelle's like dorit you know, she she just tries so hard. So well done, Dorit. <laughs> Let job. me finish, Garcelle. I was I was complimenting you, and you weren't even talking. Uh, oh, this is my favorite part of the whole reunion. So Andy goes, so Dorit, speaking of your fashions, do you actually buy all of those clothes? And she's like, everything, Andy. Everything's retail. 
All right, we made a lot of money after PK filed for bankruptcy for half a billion dollars. That was a huge thing for us. Like, uh, that doesn't make sense, Street. Well, neither do boogers, but our noses keep rolling them out anyway, eh? My last booger was shaped in the double Chanel C, Andy. Right. <laughs> Only retail for me, Andy. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's like, yeah, she's like, uh, you know, she just wears what she wants to wear. And then Garcelle's like, well, can you imagine what Phoenix can have? I do. I do. I do. I know. I know. Thank you. I'd like to accept this award on behalf of children with fashion wardrobes. Thank you. Thank you. She sort of says it like as as if she just received an award for giving Phoenix a future wardrobe. Because this is her whole personality, you know, so this is like her big moment. And Andy says, so I thought that you guys would get a lot of free stuff from designers just wanting to be on the show. She's like, well, these designers, they called me day and night, you know, begging me, begging me to wear their clothes. Of course, Andy, Louis Vuitton just left a note on my windshield written in lipstick. It said, wear me or I'll jump off a bridge. And I'd just like to say right now, Louis, Buy a parachute, because I only pay full price, Indy. I'm the maker of my own shallow, thirsty destiny, and I love to pay for things. Ask anyone. Dorit, your ass doesn't pay for anything, and everybody knows it. How many, how many bankruptcies and how many, uh, how many IRS cases your ass owes everybody? Please, lady. Yeah. Please. So, um, uh, so then, uh, hey, Crystal, for someone who's like a tomboy who doesn't like fashion, how'd you wind up with a Birkin bag? So Crystal's like, well, my friend's a collector and she guided me to buying the bag and she actually bought me a couple of bags. You know, she said something about how it would make Kyle really jealous. Wow. What sort of friend is that? Kathy Hilton. Okay, cool. You know, because I'm very frugal. My friend said, God, Crystal, you just don't spend any money on yourself. We're going to have to change that. I'm like, uh, you live in a gigantic mansion that you're currently having remodeled. And I don't know what you drive, but this whole Crystal is just so humble and is very thrifty. As she thro- shows <laughs> off all of her $100,000 purchases. Just, Hilarious. She just happens to be, like, creating <laughs> a cavern in her basement so that way Rob can golf. So, um, yeah, Crystal goes, you know, she's always like, you don't buy anything for yourself. And, you know, it just, you know, I say, I say that's because I don't care. And Kyle goes, your bag looks like you care. <laughs> Kyle is so mad that, like, Crystal has the nicest Hermes bag and, let, and is then now acting like she doesn't care. So then and Andy's, Andy's like, Kyle, I loved your anniversary with Maury. You know, what's the most over-the-top gift he's ever given you? And uh, she's like, oh, you know, the performative diamond earrings that he gave me on Watch What Happens Live to prove to everybody that he wasn't cheating on me like all the tabloids were saying that he was. Those were pretty sweet. Those were pretty sweet. Oh, and you have them here today? They were stolen. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Edwin's at home like, yes, that's right, bitch. <laughs> that's right. Got the diamond. He's got the earrings in and just <laughs> licking his his wig. Yeah. So and he goes, forgot about that. <laughs> and I like that every time they show Kyle in flashback, it's a different face. Like, which was this face? Was this an in-between face? I didn't even recognize this face. She's getting to be like thick. Now her faces are gorgeous, I have to say. Every model has been gorgeous, but they're yeah. always so different. She's like the new Vicky Gumbelson, you know? Because Vicky was like that where every season you could tell the season by the face. Well, but Vicky was more like tracking, 
uh, Toyota Corolla from 2005 to the 2021 model. Whereas Kyle has been more like, this is how far we've come with like Alexis, you know? Yeah. So, um, so then, uh, so Andy's like, okay, so we've proven that Kyle likes performative, expensive gifts. Let's undermine that by asking Kathy what Rick has bought her. And so she's like, oh, well, we don't really buy gifts like that anymore. You know, for a big anniversary, you know, you've got like, you, you, you've got, you're not going to believe what I got. It was a sterling silver shell. Yeah. And then, you know, because he collects shells, so I got him a shell. Yeah. And a sweater. And a sweater. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, so, I, I love yeah, how Kathy real, Hilton is the one well, who makes <laughs> like that Kathy is the one Kathy is so so wealthy and it's just like a sweater <laughs> just totally making Kyle like like uh so excessive yeah so Andy's like so Kathy social media is a buzz you've been called an icon a treasure are you surprised and she's like well I am because I'm just a tiny little part of a dynamic group of ladies they're intelligent they're fierce and they're all named Paula from what I can remember, um, ask somebody else something. That would be great. Well, I know that you said that Paris and Nikki were disgusted when they learned you were joining us. How do they feel now? Well, turns out it made me really famous, so they love it. Yeah. Um, and then basically it's more of this. I don't know why they keep going back to this Kyle and Kathy thing, but here we go with more of it. Then we get a Kathy, C, uh, Kathy wacky segment. And at the end of it, Andy goes, wow, lots to unpack. Really? Is there? Is there a lot that you need to do? <laughs> what else about? is there? Literally nothing happened. So uh, he's like, Kathy, we've seen you over the years. Kyle, are you surprised that everyone loves her? She's like, Andy, I've always wanted my sister on this show. I've just always, you know, so much of her humor makes me laugh because my mom used to joke like that. And Rena goes, oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> really? Is that wow. true? <laughs> That was Rinna being. That was Rinna saying, "Oh shit! I've just been zoning out for five minutes. I should probably say something." Oh really? Wow, that sounded like it was a revelation. Yeah, like Kyle hasn't said that ten times. Uh, <laughs> so then, um, let's see. They talk about how seeing Kathy makes Kim make more sense because Kathy puts eardrops in her eyes and Kim uses deodorizer as breath spray and so we get a clip of that and Kyle is not amused at the Kim clip she's just looking at it yeah. like Ugh. and Kathy's like well you know no one really does know the real Kyle you see which I wish she would have gone into that yeah yeah she doesn't she just says that Kyle is very eccentric and then uh, Andy asks about the origin of the box fan mom because um, apparently big Kathy used to have a giant like air hanger fan like at the base of the bed and then all climb in there and just like have air it's basically like a, a one of those old school maxell commercials and yeah, so, so they're um, all got they're all gathered in the bed and rena goes what was it blowing on you was it blowing on you yes rena it's a fan oh my gosh it was it was serving sushi it. <laughs> 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 the fan. it was blowing up was air coming out was air coming at you that's crazy like Rinna's going on this huge yelling, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, we love that big fan. The best is when we tell Kyle that she had to compete with the little girl from Poltergeist. So she'd go up to the fan and say, they're here. But she'd always clip her finger in the thing. Oh, God, that was funny. A lot of Band-Aids, but worth it. Well, Spetzel from Spokane, Ireland says, Kathy, what was it like with a f what was it like living in the Waldorf Astoria for so long? 
Mm, it was very, very lovely. We loved living in close quarters. And Lisa goes, mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, not everything requires a reaction, Lisa. Well, it was fun until Paris started sneaking out of the service elevator in the middle of the night. Isn't that hilarious? And Kyle's like, oh, yeah, yeah. One time I was there and one time we woke up and we couldn't find Conrad and Alexia because they were hiding in the air conditioning vent. <laughs> I just wanted to reassert that my family was with Kathy's family and therefore by association Paris Hilton at exactly. the Waldorf Astoria. Exactly. Uh, so he asked her about Hilton Hotels and the fi- Rick gave it up 10 years ago, sold it. Mm-hmm. So it's not in the family anymore. Nobody would cut, uh, trust Kathy to cut their hair. <laughs> Except mm-hmm. for Rena, but of course we all know Rena's got like thirty of the same wig from nineteen eighty seven that she just puts on when she doesn't feel like wearing something else. And then uh, do they trust her to be a dentist? And Kathy's like, Well, I also do COVID tests. I stick a crinkle fry up your nose, and if you say Kyle was right to make a TV show about my mother, you're a sick person and you shouldn't leave the house for two weeks. <laughs> Is that it? I said Yeah. Yeah. So now it's a now we go now we go on break and Andy is like turns to Erica and is like how's it going Erica and he goes well I'd love it if you didn't go hot on me and he goes well we're gonna put you on a skewer and I'm gonna turn the fire fire up the barbecue and he goes well and I'm so fucking ready for you yeah so here we go like literally nothing else happened if anybody needs to be reminded. Nothing else happened this season, as you can tell by the first 45 minutes of this, right? So he's like, so Erica, after Erica filed for divorce, serious accusations started firing at her. It had people asking more questions than ever. Have a look. And then this clip is Erica's BS, but this is specifically the L.A. Times story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she, I think the, I think the, the montage ends with her being like, I'm going to remember who's for me and who's against me. So Andy's like, so who's for you and who's against you? And she goes, I don't know. You should ask them. And so he goes, well, you said when this is all over, I'm going to remember who was with me and who was against me. And she goes, yes, I'm keeping score. I'm like, Erica. <laughs> so what's your score? Ask them the score. <laughs> well, actually people keep scores so you can ask the scorekeeper who's doing that do um, you know what i'm doing i'm taking names on a little list andy so whose name's on the list ask them andy <laughs> i don't even know what a list is andy so you don't have a list oh they're on the list so what is the list what list the list you just mentioned <laughs> i have a list so you're gonna tell us no why yeah. not because i don't know what you're talking about Oh, God. So she's like, I'm keeping that to myself, Andy. And Kyle goes, um, can I say something? And she, Erica's so mad that she's been interrupted, right? She's like, I just had to listen to you talk about your sister putting goddamn fish scales in her ears to get a laugh. All right, bitch. And Kyle's like, um, I've been reading in the tabloids, um, mostly because they're a paragraph and less, um, that you're upset with me. And I just hope you know that, like, we're in a difficult position and there's so many things I know you couldn't say, but then I thought there were things that you could say that would have helped us understand more. You know, it's very complicated, Erica. Well, the thing that hurt me the most was to watch that dinner with you and Mauricio and PK and you, Dorit, all left to watch the four of you mock my life and mock my family really hurt me, and especially after PK had been so kind and we worked on a relationship. That sucked. Erica, 
you gave the craziest stories. And I'm sorry, there's a thing in life called levity that people have. We know you haven't displayed much of it, but people actually are capable of, of, of having that in their experiences with other people, especially when trying to parse out an absolutely ridiculous, ever-shifting narrative. Right, and Kyle's like, but that night, I just felt so bad. PK and Maurizio, <laughs> yeah. they have their own relationship. They're like brothers, you know? But Maurizio, Maurizio has said all along that he believes you, and he does not believe anything that people are saying, which is such absolute bullshit. Maurizio said in the clip they just showed, oh my God, let me tell you this much, there's so much lies. So Some much. Lies. So, much, so lies. much lies. You know, you look so at much. all these stories coming through. It's 100% BS, 100% which stands for lies. It's lies. Stands for lies. It's so upsetting. Mm. Quiet, Camille. So then um, Dorit is like, you know, I, I was receiving new information from your son. My fax machine was going off in my head and I was receiving it and I was like, there's no cover sheet and I'm receiving this new information. I don't know what it's going to bend. So of course, of course it was, it was preposterous. It was, it was, la it was a laugh. It was a, it was a, it was like, it was funny. It was hu humor. It was, it was, it was, an, it was Boy George. Boy George music was playing. It was fanciful. It was, it was rain. There was a ceiling. It was exciting. Well, I'm here to clear up any questions that you might have. And she sits up all straight. Um, why are you guys kissing her ass instead of saying her story changed every time she told it and made no fucking sense? This is making yes. me crazy. So Eddie's like, well, that's what we're going to do. All right, well, whatever you want, ask me. Here I am in an ice skating dress, Andy. Ask me whatever. So Garcelle's like, I want to ask something. Why is it that you didn't understand that we could be concerned about being grouped in in a story like this? I'll tell you why. Because there is nothing here that legally ties you to me other than being mentioned in articles for the rest of your life. Now that anybody Googles your name and it says right next to mine, Erica, listen, you consider yourselves a co-star, bitch. All right, what do you want me to say? Yeah, she goes, they do project, yeah, the articles do project onto you, but you can't be fearful of that because you know the truth. And if anyone tried to drag any of you in here, you know straight up it's bullshit. I'm like, well, do they? Because it seems like when they ask you questions, you either say you can't talk about it or you bite off their heads. So I don't think they do know the truth. No, and you're full of shit. And so then Sutton starts doing her ring work. She has, she has like the ultimate dragon ring you know which is like the bigger one the bigger version of uh erica's that erica was always bragging about <laughs> so sutton brings the even more expensive one and wears it on her middle ring i got this one off of amazon isn't that gorgeous it fits it's nice that's some perfectly. good crop work there yeah, yeah it's that's not a, beautiful that's a crap on demand exclusive right so there she, she's like kind of swinging it around in her face which i just love and it's like let me say something because i got really upset after reading the article ad nauseum i wanted us to know because we weren't told anything and i didn't know what was going to happen or unfold in this case and erica's like love i was the source you could have picked up the phone and said what uh, what can you say about this i have been completely up front except the parts that i won't answer anything about or except the times when i changed my story 10 times or the part where i said i haven't been to a bank but otherwise i have been straight up with everyone here oh you mean like the time that tom broke his ankles well he he broke his ankles because you know but he also hurt his head oh so he hurt his head when he broke his ankles well because he drove off the cliff out of a cliff because that, that's what happens. And that's when you found him. I found him nine hours later. Nine hours later. Twelve hours later. 
three hours later, and there was a mistress, and my son was there, but he wasn't there. And then there was also it was snowing and sunny at the same time, and there was a rainbow, but it was made out of snow, and it turns out on the other side of the rainbow was just Tom's other ankle. It was very confusing. So I've been very straight up. She says she's been straight up. Uh, you didn't tell anyone anything was ever happening. They had to find out from the news, you fucking liar. So I love that Sutton says, but Erica, you ran away the day before the LA Times story came out. And she goes, no, no, no. And she goes, but that's exactly what it felt like to little old me. And so we see the clip of Erica saying, I may go back early. Call you later. Bye. Yeah. I don't have a heads up on an LA Times hit piece. Nobody called me to say this piece is coming out. I left I left because of the fight we got, got into with, you know, Garcelle over there. That's why. And I'm not going to run away because of a one-sided LA Times article. There have been many more vicious articles written after that. And I didn't run away from those because I guess I already was somewhere away from other people. So I didn't have to run anywhere. But that's the point. That's the point. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So you're talking about the fight with you and Garcelle and not with production for making Garcelle grill you three times on camera because we would never do something like that on this show. It's like, yes, that's exactly what I mean. And so we see the clip of her saying, I do mind you saying it, Garcelle, because it's like you're betraying our friendship right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, and so, and by the way, so Erica, who has been straight up, is upset with Garcelle for, for revealing question. something that she had not <laughs> revealed. So Kathy, <laughs> Kathy's yep. like, let me ask you a question. On other shows, there have been lawsuits and big problems. So what's up with that? And Andy's like, yeah, well, I think the difference here is that, you know, I think the reason why people are so fired up about this is because they're actual victims in this case. That's what I was going to say. Orphans and widows. (laughs) Last time Prada called me to wear one of the outfits, I said, sorry, Prada, I only pay retail. Please give it to the orphans. There's an entire orphanage of children wearing snakeskin boots and see-through bras now, Andy. Because of me, you're welcome for my retail paying orphans. (laughs) I love Dorit saying she was just about to say that. She wasn't going to say shit. (laughs) So... No, I actually don't think people are more fired up because they're actual victims. I mean, I think that's an element that makes it a little bit more gross. People are fired up because it's there's so much bullshit and it's and she's sort of getting away with it. That's why people are fired up. So Andy says, well, you know, whereas you had someone who defrauded the IRS, you know, in the case of New Jersey, you know, someone who didn't pay their taxes. I think that when there's a case of actual victims that, you know, that you're seeing, that's the thing that's got people very upset. And Erica goes, understood. Okay, however, understand this. Oh, God, and then they roll out, they roll out a crucifix, a big life-size crucifix, plant it out, put a spotlight on it, and Erica crawls right up there and just takes her place for the rest of the episode. Fucking Erica. Understand this. We are a long way from finding out what really happened here. I loved my husband. I thought he was great. Now he's allegedly defrauding widows and orphans and burn victims. How the Fuck, do you think I feel? God, Erica. Now she loves him again. Yes, you thought he was great. You just said he was emotionally abusive and cheating on you with multiple people for years and holding you hostage and stealing your checks. But now you loved your husband and he was great. Yeah. He's like, so how do you feel? Horrible! And I've said it, I've said it over and over and over again. And they're like, no, you did not. You never said you felt horrible. And Crystal says, well, why don't you say it to the victims? Well, you understand that there was a real 
boundary as to where I can and cannot go. However, in these cases, and in these cases has proven, you know, has been proven wrong. And, and if there are cases that have been proven wrong, where people have been proven wrong, I want them remedied. Despite what you read, I have done everything they have asked. Besides, I tried to call some of those victims and all their phones have been turned off due to non-payment. So, how do you think that makes me feel? Um, so, let me get this straight. So, you've done everything they've asked and why are they saying in court that you're refusing to turn over your bank records? Ooh. And, uh, Hello. So he's like, well, that's not really the issue. The way that people perceive it is that you think that you're the victim. Well, I've never said I'm a victim. I'm not a victim. I'm simply surviving. Surviving against all the odds which are against me while everybody's trying to bring me down. I'm not a victim. victim. How do you think it makes me feel to be accused of being a victim? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Sutton goes, but you look like one. And she's like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? My life is upside down. How can I not be broken? How can I not be sad? And she's like, well, I'm telling you, it's how you came across. Well, how can I not be tired? How can I not be exhausted? <laughs> Uh, so you're saying, of course, I feel the that way about the victims, and I said that to Kathy, and Erica goes, well, what should I have done? Well, I'm telling you, it doesn't seem to be landing with the group or the viewers that that's where you're coming from. And so Erica says, there's a very limited way in which I can express myself, because we all know everything will be picked apart, bust, and possibly turned against. Does my yeah, extremely cool. deliberate articulation express how serious I am about this issue right now? Yeah, those people picking you apart, parsing you, and using everything against you, they're called the editing team, and you can meet them at the Christmas party if you're not in prison, okay? So Erica's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! Now that is why you see me answering in certain ways, okay? And he's like, but there's speculation that you were advised by your lawyers not to speak about the victims. And he's basically trying to help her here, right? <laughs> he's saying, your lawyer said it, right? And she's like, oh, really? Well, it is best in any situation like this to be quiet. And what did I do? I chose to say as much as I possibly could and still might have fucked myself up. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for doing us the, like, the, the favor of telling us as much as you could and then adding to that story and revising it and changing it entirely. Thank you. And so constantly Andy's like, lying. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Andy's like, well, I'm surprised that you're surprised that people aren't getting. And then he, he can't even finish because he's I'm not surprised that the viewers... I'm surprised that the women who are sitting right here, they know the source. They can come to me. There's no reason for any woman to think that, that I should, should withhold something from them. Except for all the times where you're like, I'm not going to talk about that. Or you got mad at someone for, <laughs> you know, for asking about something. So, yeah, there's actually a pretty good reason for them not to ask. Or about something. when you when you were, went to Yolanda and told her about Munchausen's and then said you never said it. You know, I mean, I know this is old stuff, but geez, Erica, Why get not? off the cross. So Kyle's like, can I say something? Your Instagram isn't doing you any favors. And she's like, my Instagram has always been the same. And I'm not leaving social media because you know what? Which, of course, changing it because no one said to leave social media. You do. Yes. And Kyle's like, no, it's about changing the tone, you know. 
open and honest. So Andy says, well, you know, you're presenting an attitude of consumption and indifference. And Erica goes, where's the consumption? And and he's like, so, I mean, the Erica Jane character is built on consumption. I don't know. Are you familiar with the song? It's expensive to be me. Just wondering. I don't even have a cough. Okay. I I have had consumption in the past. Fuck yeah. And it was worth every drop of blood on that Kleenex. I earned a Rolls Royce from that look, Andy. <laughs> she goes, listen, she's getting paid to post. Should I not do that? Should I not pay the bills? It's like, Erica, I mean, you can be paid and I like, go get it. Get that cash. Get that influencer cash. But you don't have to be like, I like tape. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about that one that she posted that drunk drawing, the, uh, the artist who does the drunk drawings, which are so funny on Instagram, but she posted the one of her on a cross with fire all around wearing yes. one earring that said orphans and the other saying widows. I mean, come on, Erica, how much did you get paid for that? Yeah, exactly. Dunkin' Donuts. So he's Those like, you know what? don't know how to mind their fucking business. <laughs> yeah, fucking donuts. So he's like, I'm saying it just lands differently when there are air crash victims. It's true. <laughs> bad Strange landings of- just bad landings just make people think of plane crashes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> there, I said it. It's true. Land better, pilots. Land better. <laughs> we all learned something today. I mean, fans, am I right? <laughs> God, I love Captain Sully Sullenberger. So Garcelle's like, she's like, yeah, I mean, you have to shift a little bit. And she goes, I don't have to do anything except defend myself. I'm like, Erica, you're proving why you never really made it as a pop star because you're being so unsavvy about all of this stuff, right? Yeah. And so it's Rinna's not like, just your music, you're tone deaf. So Andy's like, and even so, Rinna, even yeah. Rinna, by the way, pushes back because even Rinna's like, you know, I understand her re- acting out. Was that the question you were about to ask, Ronnie? Andy uh-huh. asking Rinna. Sorry. Go ahead. So Rinna's like, I understand her acting out and doing what she's doing. I just, I don't think it's helpful. It's really feeding the fire. You know, it would be helpful if someone could come up with a drink suggestion so then I can order that same drink right now. (laughs) I'm so thirsty. No one's ordered a drink yet. I'd like to ask you a question, Mr. Cohen. Go right ahead, Erica. You have a hot toddy. You have a hot toddy. I'll take one too. I'll take one too. That sounds like a great idea. Thank so you. here we go again with this. He's like, okay, the first question everybody wants to know, did Erica know about theft happening? Um, like he hasn't asked this for 10 hours in a row. So she's like, I do not work at Gerardi Keys. All of the finances are kept at Gerardi Keys, Andy. So the answer is no. There's your answer. Which was no, right? <laughs> That's it, the answer was. No. I'm not telling you. Is it on a list somewhere? Don't ask for my list again. I don't even could know you, what a list is. If you, if, if you, what's a preposition that, that suggests something being above something else? On. Now say that backwards. There you go. Um, <laughs> what about if you say, how about this? John Lennon's widow is Yoko Ono, and just her last name, Ono. And now let's lose the first O, and that's her last name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maleficent from Milwaukee Springs, Kentucky says, I've got the million-dollar question. Oh, really? Because I'd love to cash that question and pay my bills, but I don't know how to use banks, unfortunately, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
So, uh, Erica, or everyone, who believes Erica did not know anything about what Tom was doing? So they all are like, no, 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 we don't so think that like, she oh, actually... I don't think she knew. I don't think she knew. Which I was kind yeah. of surprised by. And Garcelle's like, well, I don't think Tom would share that with Erica, but I also think that Erica was living such an amazing life that maybe there were signs that she just didn't want to see. And so Crystal's like, oh, oh, that was a great nap. Uh, hey, I have a question. I have a question that has bothered me. If Rob did this to me, like, where is your anger towards Tom? Which was, by the way, that was a great question. Uh, you know, Crystal was pretty quiet this reunion, but like she came in with a real good one there. And Erica, of course, is like, where do you think it is? You think I don't have any because you haven't seen it? I haven't shown you enough fucking anger here today. What do you want me to do? I'm like, well, you are really very angry at everyone about every small little detail. But when it comes to Tom, you haven't shown that same anger. So I think it's a fair question. Right. Tom, like you, is a huge victim in every single circumstance. And all of this is still allegedly so, um, so Crystal's like, well, I was thinking back on it. And she's like, oh, well, I sat here today and I said, I wonder who I was married to for 20 years. And did you forget about that? Did you forget about, roll the tape. I'm very angry here in, in my voice. Am I doing it right? Does anybody hear it? Seriously, I just wanted to. It was a great bullet it point. It was a great bullet point, and I said it the way I was supposed to say it, okay? Did you not hear my bullet point? But I was like, I was like, hey, I don't know who he is anymore. And I was sort of like angry because like I learned how to do it that way. You didn't hear that at all? What the, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, everybody just wants you to beat up on Tom, and we just don't always do what people want, right? I mean, people have been asking me on Instagram for years to keep my pants on. You know what? Sorry! <laughs> not gonna do it! And then... <laughs> And then Erica, so, <laughs> yes. So Erica, the thing that drives me nuts also is that a lot of Erica's responses are just these empty statements that don't mean anything but have like a lot of attitude, but they don't really divulge anything. So then, so this is a perfect example. She goes, you don't know what I have done or what I will do. I'm like, what do you mean? What you will, like, so you will be angry? Is that what you're saying? You Because know? er Crystal's saying, why haven't you been angrier at Tom? And she goes, you don't know what I have done or what I will do. Like, I'm not angry now, but I have a I, I have an appointment on my schedule and I'll be angry then. And you should just wait to see. You don't know what I will do. And Andy's like, what will you do? She goes, you'll have to wait and see, won't you? And Sutton's just going like, Sutton's just like, hello, $100,000 dragon. Do you know what the fuck she's talking about, Cougar? She's just saying these like very easy phrases that sound like real, like, ooh, but they don't mean anything, you know? So Andy is just like, well, had you heard that Tom was in financial straits? And she goes, no. And you can look at the money. Uh, uh, yeah. You can look she goes, you can look at the money. I forget how much we made year after year, but trust me, it was a lot. Oh, so now you have access to all those finances? <laughs> Really? Yeah. So you knew everything was going to be okay because all of the money was still coming in, but you didn't know anything about the money and it had no access to any paperwork except the paperwork that showed you how much money was coming and, in every year. And then, Ronnie, Andy says, so you never heard that Tom was um, – and you never heard that Tom was ever in any financial disrepair leading up. It's just, ah, that's not true. I told you I was being sued as a named defendant in a law in a law lending institution out of Arizona. So – 
So then we see the, the first clip she says, of somebody first, saying, um, okay, so you're being called out by Tootsie and Tuscaloosa. Um, you're happy to talk va about Vanderpump all day, but when it comes to Tom defaulting on a $15 million loan, you don't say a word. And she goes, how about this? Resolved and they apologized. So this is another one of those like hairpin turns that she makes, right? Where it's like, like, had you heard that he was in financial straits? She said, no. And then he says, so you hadn't heard that he was in financial despair. And she goes, that's not true. I did know. I was like, because <laughs> I was being sued. I'm like, you just said that you didn't know. <laughs> You're like, no, you could look at the money. I did not know he was in financial straits. But did you know? So you didn't know. That's not true. I never said I didn't know. Like, what, like, what are we watching? So she says that after that, she went home and she said, I looked at him and I said, what is this? And why am I involved? And he said, oh, it's all bullshit. Don't worry about it. And that's how everything was. Am I angry enough for you, Crystal? Crystal's like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, hmm. It was an, it, she tried to pivot. She tried to like she she like received Crystal's note. She's like, oh, that's a good note. I should probably be doing that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's a little too late for me. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And then it's like the next week, and it's like, and now we're gonna ask some difficult questions. Erica, a uh, pen vape from Pennsylvania wants to know: Did you know anything about Dunn's crimes? And it's like, oh my god. Dude. Judy from Judytown wants to know. Did Tiago get boob implants? Gosh. Yeah, so that brings us to the end of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Reunion Part 3. Wow. We'll be back next week to close it out. In the meantime, go get tickets for Crappens Live and the Golden Crappies at Town Hall in New York City in January. Go to watchitcrappens.com for tickets all over the country. And go to patreon.com slash watchwhatcrappens to get videos and bonus episodes. And don't forget to join us for Take a Seat on Monday nights on the Green Room app. That's a live show that we do talking with you guys about Bravo and gossip and all that fun stuff. It's really fun, really loose and chill. Um, that's the Green Room app. Follow Ben Mandelker and Ronnie Karam in there and join us at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern every Monday night. Right? Bye, everyone. <gasps> I mean, hello. I didn't say goodbye. I've I said hello. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabuli, it's Annie and Julie. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with 
with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and Desisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet Kuchar. We love you guys.